In this video, I'm going to explore what the real trans rate is of the UK. Now, I'm doing this obviously because uh, I have good access to UK data, but I will explain my workings so that you could reproduce my formula to find the real trans rate in your own country. So one of the reasons I'm making this video is because I have long been convinced that the transgender issue is massively overrepresented in the media and indeed in uh, conservative circles and uh, on the kind of political right in general. I think they overstate the extent to which uh, transgenderism uh, is an issue. Uh, and also on the flip side, I think that the, the left wing and the mainstream media uh, really are making a mountain out of a molehill when it comes to this. So my hypothesis going into this is that the total number of transgender people is greatly overstated um, by uh, all parties, uh, basically. Um, I also think that uh, the political importance uh, of this is that I think it's a kind of fake culture war issue that uh, kind of prevents, um, you know, more important issues reaching the uh, the fore, and that uh, where the two parties, you know, the left and the right, uh, disagree, uh, you know, in the mainstream over an issue like this, it generally conceals uh, issues that they actually agree over, and it is where they agree that uh, we should focus our attention rather than on a fake issue like this um, where they differ. Now, I realise that whether you're left or right, uh, that uh, opening spiel there may have been triggering. So let me uh, explain my thinking here. So one of the ways in which uh, data is collected on uh, the transgender uh, population uh, is through surveys. And uh, survey data I've always had a problem with, and I'll explain why in a second, but in the census uh, carried out in 2021 in the UK, they asked people uh, whether their gender identity and sex registered at birth were different. And the top line figure of that was 262,000 people, which is about 0.5% of the total population uh, of the UK. And when you see uh, people kind of quote stats on how many people are transgender, that figure, 0.5%, is typically the one uh, that you'll see bandied about. And if we wanted to express it as a per 1,000 representation, it means that roughly uh, four in every thousand people uh, is transgender, so 3.89 per 1,000. And I'm calling that the stated preference trans rate. Um, that is, if you ask people in surveys to identify themselves, uh, you come out with a figure like this. The stated preference trans uh, rate is it's actually 0.39%. So why would I not take this uh, figure, the one in the census data, as being uh, the, the final one? Uh, well, Simply speaking, in economics, they make a distinction between uh, what they call uh, soft data, uh, stated preferences like survey data, and revealed preferences, 
let's say, buying a chocolate bar, uh, that, that is uh, hard data. It's the difference between asking someone, oh, what's your favourite, uh, I don't know, what's your favourite this or that, and then looking at what they actually buy, right? Uh, you know, what would you order at McDonald's? Oh, I definitely have the salad. And then they actually go to McDonald's and they order a Big Mac. As an example, between the difference between what somebody says and what somebody does. Okay? And what I'm saying is that the people who answered this uh, census said one thing and they may have done another, i.e. they may claim that they identify as a different gender, but actually when you look at their real-life actions, they don't take any of the actions that would, uh, you know, make them the different gender. So when it comes to this issue, I question the survey uh, data quite a lot. I don't see why how somebody answering a questionnaire, essentially, even if it is the census, uh, should be the final data marker, because there are a number of other ways that you could measure this, okay? One of them would be uh, a GP referral to a gender dysphoria clinic, okay? That's a very hard data point. That means that this is enough of an issue that you've gone to the doctor and you've said, Doc, I, you know, even though I look like a man, I feel like I'm a woman, uh, or vice versa, and they then uh, refer you to, uh, you know, uh, gender services, whatever, I think it's called GIDS. Um, so that's one uh, kind of route. Another route, of course, is getting a sex change operation, uh, what they call gender transformation uh, surgery, uh, or, or in some, you know, if they were an activist, gender affirmation surgery. Okay, so that's a second data point that we could look at. And a third data point is legally changing uh, your gender under the Gender Recognition Act 2004, and the government will actually give you a certificate saying that you have legally changed your gender. And as far as I know, you don't actually have to have the surgery or even go, um, you probably will need a GP referral to get the certificate because you have to apply for it. So they'll need some proof that you're serious about this. But once they have that proof, uh, the approval rate is over 95% of people who apply for that Gender uh, Recognition Act. So... Uh, for the gender certificate. So let's have a look at uh, all of these and I'm going to use these data points to work out what I'm calling the real trans rate, okay, as opposed to the one on the census. Uh, the way I'm going to do that, first of all, I'm going to work out the per 1000 rate for referrals, surgeries and certificates. Then I'm going to um, and, and the way to work out, by the way, the per 1,000 rate, you take all the available data, okay, uh, you add it all up, and then you divide that by the total population, and you times that by 1,000, okay? And the reason I'm doing this for the UK is that the UK has extremely robust data on this going back uh, to, to the year 2000. Uh, so we have a complete data set uh, in which I can do this, Okay. Uh, 67.3 million, by the way, is the total population of the UK, um, you know, as it stands today, okay? And uh, so what I'm doing, I'm taking all of the data of bygone years, adding it all up, and then dividing it by the total population, and then timesing that by 1,000, you get the per 1,000 rate, okay? And to find out the real trans rate, 
I'm simply going to take these three figures and add them up. Referrals plus surgeries plus certificates equals the real trans rate. Now, while the data may actually capture and almost certainly will capture the same person in all three categories, uh, because in order to get surgery, for example, on the NHS, you'd almost certainly need a referral. To get a certificate, you need a referral. For the purposes of this exercise, I'm going to treat them as three separate people in order to highball the number, i.e. to give the maximum possible number of trans people that we can find uh, so that I'm not accused of deliberately downplaying the amount of transgender people, given that it's my hypothesis that I think this issue is overplayed. Okay, so I'm deliberately, wherever possible, inflating the numbers, uh, even though the, the actual numbers uh, are almost certainly lower than the ones I'm going to present. Um, and one of the reasons they're lower, uh, you know, if you're a trans person watching this, you'll know that you wouldn't be able to get the certificate or have the surgery if you hadn't been referred. Okay, um, so almost certainly there's going to be duplication of people al along the way here. But let's forget about that and let's count them as different people for the purposes of the exercise. Okay, I, I, but I hope you understand the mathematical point I'm making. Okay, so let us carry on. Total referrals, according to GIDS, um, since uh, 2011, which is when they started, um, is 19,125 okay and you can see that it's been creeping up like back in 2011 there was only two, uh, 210 uh, last year it was 3,585 so definitely you can see that there's been an upward trend however if you add them all up it's still less than 20,000 people altogether um, which is you know far less than the 280,000 that is reported in the in the census so the referral rate, if you add all of that up, divided by the population, is 0.3 per thousand. So in every thousand people, a third of one person, or the equivalent of a third of one person, is transgender. The referral rate, therefore, for the entire UK is 0.03%. Okay, much less than the 0.5% that you see quoted in the media. Let's carry on. So then NHS surgeries, we have, again, we have good data on this. This was, you know, they made a big deal of this in the uh, Daily Mail. Oh, my God, the Daily Mail. And uh, they said, oh, look, last year uh, there were a record number of gender transformations carried out. Uh, almost one for every day. All right. Almost one person every day had their sex changed. But if you have a look. The 2022 data, you know, significantly outperforms the 2020 data. And looking at it, even though the general trend has been going up, I would suggest that the reason there were so many last year is because there was probably a pause during COVID. That, that would explain, I reckon, why the 2020 to 2021 number is quite low. Um, again, if you're a trans person watching this, you could probably confirm that if you've been waiting, if you've been on that waiting list uh, for... Uh, surgery but there is another option you don't you can't one route is by going through the NHS it's actually quite difficult uh, to get surgery on the NHS um, another way you can go is it's privately and you get these services and if you have a look if you want to go the full hog and have gender confirmation surgery that is the penile scrotal flat technique or 
the second one there, uh, you're looking at figures of over 30 grand, and that's not including facial feminization or masculinization or changing your body to, you know, start looking like the like the other gender um, or the other sex, you know, whatever. Um, so you can have a you can see there that it is cost prohibitive. OK, that's a lot of money there over 30 grand. So I'd imagine a lot of people would not be able to afford that even if they wanted to. So in order to try to find the total number then, the not, obviously the private data is not made publicly available. They have no need to release that. Maybe they're not even allowed to release those numbers. Um, the peak NHS year, as we saw, was 355. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to highball the estimate by assuming that uh, there have been 400 every single year since 2000. Now, as you saw, that is almost certainly not true on the NHS number, I mean, you know, there, there were far fewer than that just a few years ago. Um, and I'm assuming also that, the you know, uh, where there were shortfalls in the NHS year, it was made up for in private surgeries, okay? How many people spending, uh, you know, over 40k on, on surgeries, I don't actually know. We don't know. But I'm, I'm going to suggest that it's probably fewer than the amount of people doing it on the NHS. So this uh, estimate of mine could be as, mu as much as 50% too high, but I think for our purposes it will do. So I'm going to take that number of 8,800 to complete our formula here, and that gives us a surgery rate of 0.13 per 1,000, uh, or a percentage of 0.013%. Next, I want to find the total number of certificates the government released this uh, leaflet in 2018 because they were saying, oh, look, you know, we estimate there are around 500,000 trans people in the UK, but basically none of you are uh, filling out the certificate. You're not getting your certificate, guys. So this was the government, actually, the Conservative government, let's not forget, actively encouraging people to pick up their gender recognition certificate, okay? And... Um, the number they came out with there back in 2018 was 4,910 trans people had actually bothered to get the certificate, okay? And it only actually costs 140 quid to get that. So you're not, we're not talking like three, you know, 30, 40 grand for the surgery. We're just like, all you need is a medical diagnosis of gender dysphoria. Uh, you have to live in the UK, you know, not be dead. You have to have the consent of your spouse if you're married, for obvious reasons, and 140 quid, here's your certificate. If the panel agree that you're transgender, you will get that certificate. And the uh, approval rate is over 95% of the people who bother to, to fill out the re relevant forms, okay? So there's the top line number, 4,910. However, because that was 2018, and we've seen, you know, a bit of an explosion of this sort of thing, I wanted to see if there was any more recent data on this, and it turns out the ONS have provided it. You can see uh, there, was a, there was a massive explosion when this was first brought on, so when, uh, back in the Tony Blair days, when they uh, first uh, had the Gender Recognition Act, Obviously, all of those trans people who had been denied it through, you know, the uh, the bigotry of the old days or whatever, uh, they rushed to get their certificate. 
and then you can see it was kind of you know a, a, a drop off there and in more recent years it started to creep up a little bit okay and for the purposes of this exercise uh even though some of these people do get rejected um i'm assuming a hundred percent acceptance rate remember i want to highball the number wherever possible so the total number of people who have bothered to actually go and get the certificate considering it's only like visit the gp pay 140 quid it's not that much of an ordeal really if you really care about uh you know being a he him if you're a woman or being a she her if you're a, if you're if you're if you were born a man right it's surely that not much of a big deal to get the state to recognize your gender but only 6771 people have bothered to do that so the certificate rate is 0.1 per 1000 or 0.01% of the population. So that gives us a real trans rate, okay? Adding up the referrals, the surgeries, and certificates of 0.53 per 1,000, okay? So the real trans percentage of the UK population in revealed preference as opposed to survey data and stated preference is 0.05% remembering that I'm even highballing that number a little bit so I mean the top line the takeaway the thing that you can tell your friends from this is that survey data the media the government overestimate the total number of trans people by 10 times i mean it's 9.4339 times if you want to be accurate so you know there's an overrepresentation of the trans issue by as much as 10 times their actual number and this is why i think the issue is greatly overstated i hope i've proved the point if you like this uh video and want to learn some rudimentary economic skills you can take my course foundations of economics you can also do my other courses like the trivium uh, and many other courses available at the academic agency buy it now join the channel like and subscribe but most importantly of all ladies and gentlemen and they her she him they it z get out